Day 5 of Totus Tuus' Novena to Mary, Mother of Our Faith With Papa Francisco's encyclical, Lumen Fidei, The Light of Faith Christian faith, inasmuch as it proclaims the truth of God's total love and opens up to the power of this love, arrives at the deepest centre of the experience of every man, who comes to the light thanks to love, and is called to love, so as to remain in the light. Motivated by a desire to illuminate the whole of reality, starting from the love of God made manifest in Jesus, in seeking to love with this same love, the first Christians found in the Greek world, with its hunger for truth, a suitable partner for dialogue. The encounter of the gospel message with the philosophical thought of the ancient world constituted a decisive passage for the gospel to come to all peoples, encouraged by a fruitful interaction between faith and reason, which went on developing through the centuries down to the present day. Blessed John Paul II, in his encyclical letter, Fides et Ratio, showed how faith and reason strengthen each other. When we find the full light of Jesus' love, we discover that in each of our loves there was present a glimmer of that light, and we understand that that was their ultimate goal. And at the same time, the fact that our love bears with it a light helps us to see love's pathway towards the fullness of the total self-gift of the Son of God for us. In this circular movement, the light of faith illuminates all our human relationships which can be lived in union with the love and tenderness of Christ. In the life of St. Augustine, we find a significant example of this pathway in which the search for reason, with its desire for truth and clarity, was integrated into the horizon of faith from which it received new comprehension. On the one hand, he welcomed the Greek philosophy of light with its insistence upon vision. His encounter with Neoplatonism introduced him to the paradigm of light, which descends from on high to illuminate things, and is thus a symbol of God. In this way, St. Augustine understood divine transcendence, and discovered that all things have in them a transparency, that they can, as it were, reflect the goodness of God, the good. He was, in this way, freed from Manichaeism, by which he had lived, and which had inclined him to think that evil and good struggled continually with each other, mingling and mixing without clear contours. To understand that God is light gave him a new orientation in existence, the capacity to recognize the evil of which he was culpable and to turn towards the good. On the other hand, however, in St. Augustine's concrete experience, which he recounted in his Confessions, the decisive moment in his pathway of faith was not that of a vision of God beyond this world, but rather that of a listening, when in the garden he sensed a voice which said to him, Take up and read. He took up the volume with the letters of St. Paul, dwelling on the thirteenth chapter of Romans. The personal God of the Bible appeared thus, capable of speaking to man of descending to live with him and of accompanying him on his pathway in history, 
manifesting himself in the time of listening and response. And yet this encounter with the God of the Word did not lead St. Augustine to reject the light in the vision. He integrated both the perspectives, guided always by the revelation of God's love in Jesus. And so he elaborated a philosophy of light which welcomes in it the reciprocity proper to the Word and opens up a space to the freedom of gaze towards the light. Just as the word corresponds to a free response, so light finds a response in the image which reflects it. Associating listening and vision, St. Augustine can refer thus to the word that shines forth from within man. In this way, light becomes, as it were, the light of a word, because it is the light of a personal face a light which, illuminating us, calls us and wants to be reflected in our faces so as to shine from within us. Yet, the desire for the vision of the whole and not just for fragments of history remains present and will be fulfilled at the end when man, as the saint of Hippo said, will see and will love. And this will be not because man will be capable of possessing all the light, which will forever be inexhaustible, but because he will enter wholly into the light. The light of love, proper to faith, can illuminate the questions of our time about truth. Truth today is often reduced to the subjective authenticity of the individual, valid only for the individual life. A common truth frightens us because we identify it with the intransigent imposition of totalitarianism. If, however, truth is the truth of love, if it is the truth that unfolds in the personal encounter with the other and with others, then it remains free from closure in the individual and can be part of the common good. Being the truth of a love, it is not truth that imposes itself with violence, it is not truth that crushes the individual. Born of love, it can reach the heart, reach the personal centre of each man. Thus it appears clear that faith is not intransigent, but grows in coexistence which respects the other. The believer is not arrogant. On the contrary, the truth makes him humble by knowing that, more than we possess it, it is truth that embraces us and possesses us. Far from making us stiffen, the security of faith puts us on the pathway and renders possible witness and dialogue with everyone. On the other hand, the light of faith as united to the truth of love is not alien to the material world because love is always lived in body and soul. The light of faith is light incarnate, which proceeds from the luminous life of Jesus. It illuminates even matter, trusts in its order, knows that in it unfolds an ever wider pathway of harmony and comprehension. The gaze of science thus benefits from faith. Faith invites the scientist to remain open to reality in all its inexhaustible richness. Faith awakens the critical sense, 
as it prevents the search from being satisfied with its own formulas and helps it to understand that nature is always greater by inviting it to marvel before the mystery of creation faith widens the horizons of reason better to illuminate the world that unfolds to the studies of science the light of faith in jesus also illuminates the pathway of those who seek god and offers a contribution proper to christianity in the dialogue with followers of different religions the letter to the hebrews speaks to us about the testimony of the just who before the covenant with abraham were already seeking god with faith of enoch it is said that it was declared that he was pleasing to god something impossible without faith because those who approach god must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him we can thus understand that the pathway of religious man passes through the confession of a god who cares for him and who is not impossible to find what other reward could god offer to those who seek him if not to let himself be encountered even earlier we find the figure of abel who is also praised for faith because of which faith god welcomed his gifts the offering of the firstborn of his flocks religious man seeks to recognize the signs of god in the daily experience of his life in the cycle of the seasons in the fruitfulness of the earth and in the whole movement of the cosmos god is luminous and can also be found by those who seek him with a sincere heart an image of this search can be seen in the magi guided by the star all the way to bethlehem for them the light of god was shown as a pathway as a star which guided them along the road of discovery the star speaks in this way of god's patience with our eyes that have to become accustomed to his splendor religious man is on the pathway and must be ready to let himself be guided to come out of himself so as to find the god who always surprises this respect of god's for man's eyes shows us that when man approaches him human light does not dissolve in the luminous immensity of god as happens to a star engulfed by the dawn but becomes brighter since it is closer to the original fire like a mirror which reflects the splendor the christian confession of jesus the one savior affirms that all of god's light is concentrated in him in his luminous life in which is revealed the origin and the consummation of history there is no human experience no journey of man towards god that cannot be welcomed illuminated and purified by this light the more the christian immerses himself in the open circle of christ's light the more he is capable of understanding and of accompanying the road of every man towards god because faith is configured as a way it also concerns the lives of men who while not believing desire to believe and do not cease to seek in the measure to which they open themselves to love with a sincere heart and put themselves on the pathway with this light they have grasped without knowing it 
they are already living on the road towards faith. They seek to act as if God exists, sometimes because they recognize his importance to find solid guidelines in ordinary life, or because they experience the desire for light in the midst of darkness, but also because in perceiving how great and beautiful life is, they intuit that the presence of God would render it even greater. St. Irenaeus of Lyon recounts that Abraham, before listening to the voice of God, had already sought him in the ardent desire of his heart and walked throughout the world asking himself where God was, until God took pity on him who, alone, sought him in silence. The one who puts himself on the pathway so as to do good already approaches God, is already sustained by his help, because it is precisely the dynamic of divine light to illuminate our eyes when we walk towards the fullness of love. Since faith is a light, it invites us to go forward in it, to explore always more the horizon that it illuminates, so it's better to know that which we love. From this desire is born Christian theology. It is clear then that theology is impossible without faith, and that it belongs to the very movement of faith, which seeks deeper intelligence about God's self-revelation, culminating in the mystery of Christ. The first consequence is that in theology, an effort of reason is not just made so as to scrutinize and know, as in the experimental sciences. God cannot be reduced to an object. He is the subject who makes himself known and manifests himself in the rapport of person to person. Right faith orientates reason to open itself to the light which comes from God, so that guided by love for the truth, it can know God in a deeper way. The great doctors and medieval theologians indicated that theology, as the science of faith, is a participation in the knowledge that God has given of his very self. Theology, then, is not only a word about God, but first of all, the welcome and the search for a deeper intelligence of this word which God speaks to us the word which God pronounces about his very self. Because it is an eternal dialogue of communion, a man is admitted within this dialogue. Humility, then, is part of theology, humility which lets itself be touched by God, recognizes its limits in front of the mystery, and is motivated to explore, with the discipline proper to reason, the unfathomable riches of this mystery. Theology, then, shares the ecclesial form of faith. Its light is the light of the believing subject, which is the Church. This implies, on the one hand, that theology be at the service of the faith of Christians, that it is humbly put to guard and deepen the belief of everyone, above all of the simplest. Furthermore, because it draws its life from faith, theology does not consider the magisterium of the Pope and the bishops in communion with him, 
as something extrinsic, a limit on its freedom, but, on the contrary, as one of its internal constitutive dimensions, since the magisterium ensures contact with the original source, and thus offers the certainty of drawing on the word of Christ in its integrity. To Mary, Mother of the Church and Mother of our faith, we turn in prayer. O Mother, help our faith. Open our listening to the Word, so that we may recognize the voice of God and His call. Awaken in us the desire to follow His steps, going forth from our own land and welcoming His promise. Help us to let ourselves be touched by his love, so that we may be able to touch him with faith. Help us to entrust ourselves fully to him, to believe in his love, above all in moments of tribulation and of the cross, when our faith is called to mature. So in our faith, the joy of the risen one, Remind us that the one who believes is never alone. Teach us to look with the eyes of Jesus, that he may be light on our pathway. And may this light of faith always grow in us, until we arrive at that day without sunset, which is Christ himself, your Son, our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.